Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Llama Show podcast. You're listening to a replay of our Sunday night live stream. Live streams are hosted every Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Want to support the show? Go to YouTube, look up the Big Llama Show, hit like and subscribe, hit the bell notification so you know when we post content. And now, our host, the Big Llama and AD. Enjoy the show. The views and opinions expressed on the Big Llama Show are those of the host and guest. They do not reflect that of our sponsors, advertisers, or employers. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Llama Show. I am the Big Llama. Thank you so much for joining me. And I love coming up here on Sunday nights, man. And with me, as always, is my co-host, my man from Colorado, AD. What's going on, AD? What's going on? What's going on? Oh man, nothing much, man. Just, uh, just excited, man. I, I mean, I, we don't have a lot of topics, right? Like, and we talked yeah. about this just uh, a few minutes ago. We have a lot of topics, but we have commenters. We have, you know, our, our our loyal fans, you know, hitting us up early before the show, which is great. Which is always great. So let's let's uh, shout them out real quick here. Uh, got Charles real quick. Says, guys, wish I, I could be here, but doing the COVID thing, we'll watch this in the AM. God bless and good night. Hey. And and Charles is, he definitely does watch the show the next morning, and he hits us up the next day and hits us up with comments. So, Charles, thank you for being a little uh, subscriber and watching every one of our shows, man. Feel better, feel better. Yeah, yeah, feel better. Uh, I hope he's just working the COVID thing. I hope he's, he doesn't have the COVID thing. You know? mm. But uh, anyway, but let's see, let's see. Got uh, Hercules Outlaw. Let's go. He was excited at 9.52. He was ready for the show to start. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Big Homie says he's ready and waiting for the show. All right. Yeah, that's right. He was a few minutes early. Uh, AD hit him up with some of the some of the, uh, the, the emoticons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, John S. So, John S. is, uh, 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 he's been he's been commenting and, and been watching some of the movie Watch Along. So, John S. Oh, nice. He said 189 views on the Exorcist. Congrats! Yes, yes, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about those uh, the, those that content and those views. But John S, thank you. Welcome to the show, buddy. Uh, appreciate welcome, you welcome. being on. Uh, let's see, Hercules. Uh, happy to see the brothers on tonight. Yes, sir. Let's yes, go. sir. So very very excited. Um, you know, there's just a lot of new things happening with the show, um, with the channel, and you know. Again, we, we every night, every time we finish this, you know, AD and I sit down and we wrap up and we we think about what we could have done better, or we talk about how the show went. And honestly, it's it's just morphing into what it's going to be, right? So, yeah. you know, we have some topics that we want to talk about. If we get to them, we will. Uh, but but really, we want to focus on the subscribers and the, the the comments. So, making sure that we hit you guys up. Uh, Gabe Roman's in here. He's saying, "Yo, 
What up, Gabe? Gabe's in the house. All right, all right. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. This is this is the fun stuff. Um, as always, I want to highlight and spotlight uh, AD. I know AD, you're doing a whole lot of um, streaming. I've done my bit of streaming as well, but I, I want to feature you, man. Just let me know. Let the people know what you're working on, man. What you what you've been doing this week? Um, this week I kind of just been gaming on the low. I, str- I think I streamed like two times this week. Today I streamed for like five hours. We got a couple wins, so we were just playing a lot of Call of Duty. I mean, you were with us last week playing COD. That seems to be like as much as I try to find other games to like branch out on, I just keep coming back to COD. So it's probably the most fun I have streaming. I mean, we're after this after this is done, I'm definitely gonna get back on stream and continue playing because I had I think I had up to like five viewers right when I got off stream. I was like, damn, I don't wanna leave, but you know, <laughs> duty calls. So just more streaming and more content creating. I mean, I put a clip out last week that did pretty well. So I'm just trying to get more clips and post them and get more eyes on the brand you know no for sure for sure and again the content coming out of your guys's camp is just it's phenomenal it's fun it's it's interesting um and definitely yeah i mean yeah as, as much as you want to go away from call of duty that seems to be the game that people want to see being played it has the most interactions that i've seen um yeah and yeah me trying to play it was my my feeble attempt to just jump in that world and uh did did work out too well, but uh well, yeah. Shout out to Hercules. That man makes he he's streaming right now, I believe. He's making a lot of good content. You know, big homie's always with us when he doesn't really record, but he's always with us when we're gaming. Gabe was with me today when we were playing when we got some four wins. So like So was, so you allowed you allowed Gabe to stay on? <laughs> nah, he, he actually brought me on to, to his crew with his friends and I was just wiping the floor with everybody. So um, it was a good time. <laughs> oh, let's see. He's a Gabe says AD the goat. All right. Oh, that's Thank right. You, so you, so you came in, you wrecked shop for his, for his, uh, his group. <laughs> usually, usually, I'm in hard lobbies like with my friends, but then going into his lobbies is a little bit. I don't want to say like dumbed down, but it's just like it's a little easier lobby. So I was just running through them, and we did good, man. Excellent, excellent. So yeah, no, I, I um. I tried my hand at streaming. I don't, I, you saw me. Yeah, I watched, I watched a little <laughs> bit of it. Yeah. So, you know, my, my listen. I'm a novice at this, so I'm learning the game, which is fun. This is this is a lot of fun yeah. to at, at my age, at my old age, to sort of try to get into uh, Twitch and streaming and this type of stuff. Um, I set up two microphones, <laughs> one for the gaming system because oh, um, I have yeah, and I'll, I'll show everyone here. I have this, you know, retro arcade. You know that has like you know four thousand games on it, and it has no other connection uh, other than the little speaker. So I put the microphone by the speaker. I had my my microphone going, and nothing but echo. Um, you know, double microphone echo was the entire broadcast. But I had fun. It was fun. Um, but I felt pressure. It you know you know what the pressure was is like I'm playing the game and I'm enjoying the game, right? Yeah. And I'm like I'm like is anybody else really enjoying me watching this play? Right. So, yeah. And then I, and then I, you know, I was playing street fighter and I'm, you know, you know, doing my moves, but I'm button mashing and I'm telling everybody I'm a button masher guys. I'm a button masher. And I, I yeah. don't know. I felt, I felt inadequate at the time. So 
you know, but but you know what? It was fun. It was a lot of it fun. It just comes along with streaming, man. When I first started, it was the same thing. Like you get kind of self-conscious, like, oh, especially like with the camera on you and stuff, you kind of like, damn, like I don't want to mess up in game. Like you don't want to make bad plays in game. And then you kind of want to try to be entertaining at the same time. So it's like a balance. It, it takes a lot of like, I'm just now getting comfortable. Me and uh, Hercules were talking about this earlier, actually. Because like, when he streams by himself, he doesn't talk as much. And I used to be very much like that, like where I get into the game, I'm not talking. I'm just kind of just there. And then I'm, I look up, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm streaming. I'm supposed to be entertaining at the same time. So it's just like, it's just grow, growing pains, you know? You, you got to get used to being on camera, get used to playing. And one thing I got to say, every time I tune back into your stream, you're playing a new game. So I was like, ah. I felt like he wasn't getting in the groove of these games or something. Well, no, and see, that was the thing. I, honestly, because I, 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 I tested it. I said it's going to be a test. Yeah. So I was trying different games, trying to see how different things sound and look. But I, I did feel that pressure. I was like, oh no, no, no. Maybe this game will be more exciting. Maybe I should have just stayed on one game because I, I honestly, I think I picked up three or four people, um, like right off the bat when I was playing Street Fighter. Yeah. And I was like, okay, people like Street Fighter and. But man, I I just I I was like, oh no no, let me switch, and that's the danger of having four thousand games on this stupid thing. Yeah, <laughs> I played. I think I played uh, The Simpsons. <laughs> I played Marvel versus Capcom. I played Street Fighter. I played all the old hits. But again, I I'm gonna stick to a game or two next time I do it. But uh, it was fun. All right, Gabe says here. Uh, Gabe says keep it original, and the entertaining comes without trying. Yes. You say that until the camera's in your face, bro. Right. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's. I try to be funny because I know I'm streaming, but then that's. He's right though. Like yeah. sometimes I do try overly, and then I say some wild stuff, and I'm like, oh, that was a little too far. But yeah. <laughs> there are times where it's just like me and the boys, and we're streaming. Like today, honestly, playing with them, the four. It was like four hours before, like. Two of my other friends hopped on four hours straight though, and I was just like, "Oh man!" I looked at the time, I was like, "Damn, it's been four hours since we're streaming." Like, just constantly, it was fun. You know, what I mean, I had a good play, so it's just practice, man. It's just yeah, it's like no, with I, everything we're doing with this. Yeah, no, and there's gonna be there's I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely do it because what I, what I found is um, if I don't have a lot of time to yeah. put to get because and I'll we'll talk about the new content that I'm putting out. But when I don't have a lot of time to do my major edits or to record the video I want to record, some nights I have about an hour or so to, to, to sort of burn and say, okay, let me try my hand at, at, at streaming these games. Yeah. And so I think I'm going to do more of that because it's enjoyable. It's a little bit less stressful. Um, and it's just fun. It's fun to hit up the old arcade games. And oh, I think I played Shinobi too, which I, 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 I'm usually pretty good, but I sucked that day. Anyway. Um, to you, man. The pressure, the pressure was there. The pressure was there. All right, let's do this because we want to thank our subscribers. Um, let me uh, add. Right, look at this. I didn't even add the screen. I'm, I'm here hitting the button, thinking it's going to show up. <laughs> there we go. All right. All right. I do want to thank my subscribers uh, again. We have grown to almost 190 subscribers so far. Um, we are, we've we've gained a lot this last uh, couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it has to do to the new content change, um, and I'm I'm finding a, a new audience, so I'm very very excited about that. Um, and we're going to talk about our podcast. We're going to talk about all that stuff in just a moment. I do want to say 
this month we're running, you know, the channel is on a promotion. It's it's Lamaween. So happy Lamaween to everybody. It's the month of October. It's a little cliche. Everyone's doing spooky stuff, but it's the month that you do this. It's the it's a fun time to do scary movies. Because honestly, I wouldn't do them any other time. <laughs> Hercules was talking about today. He was like, yo, we should do like, I forgot what game. I think it's called Deceit. He's like, yo, we should play this game to see. It's kind of a creepy game. And I, in my head, I was like, everybody's doing this right now. I, I don't want to do it. Like, even my uh, my roommate, Lee, Mr. Functions, she was in the chat last week. Um, she, she lives downstairs and she streams. And she was like streaming this like scary game. And like, I got home from work and she's like, it's kind of dark in the thing. She's like really into it. You could tell she's into it. And you see me in the back of her stream just pop up. Oh, and no. Like, and I actually scared. She's like, oh my God. I thought I was like, I told you I make great content. Just went back upstairs. Like. <laughs> no, you, you know it, what's okay. So what the great thing about this scary stuff is that I, I I'm honestly not. I don't watch scary movies. Yeah, I, I watched them oh, when I was seeing your reaction. Oh no no! I watched them when I was younger, right? Um, I shouldn't have been watching them. I think that's the 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 lesson for the month. I shouldn't have been watching these when I was six to ten years old. Um, but now I am watching first time ones, and um, it's just it, it's a lot of fun, and and I did learn a, a huge lesson, right? Um, what I don't realize is I, I I used to be I used to make the the reaction videos for trailers. I mean those. Those videos run total five to seven minutes total. Like if, and that's me talking plus the, the the trailer. Yeah. And so what I didn't realize is that with those, I'm able to edit right away. So once I finish um, the the running through and I do the, the the reaction, I go right to editing and it and it's in you know it's like that. It's quick. But with a two-hour movie, and especially, I just did The Exorcist, and we're going to talk about that one. Yeah. I just did The Exorcist. But two hours of, of me, you know, recording on the camera with the computer running, I didn't realize you're supposed to give the computer a little time to process once you once you stop recording. Yeah. It's still, like, finalizing the, you know, the video, and it's still running through it. So, again, I, I spent two hours, I spent an hour and a half recording, and I watched Paranormal Activity. Now, how I are mean, you recording them, though? Through OBS? Uh, yeah, so I'm recording through OBS, which, you know, it, it's pretty much what I record on everything. Um, okay. Just because it's pretty it's pretty easy, and, and, and it makes my editing that much easier. Um, but, yeah, so I record my... And, and, and when I tell you, man, and I... I you know what? It's only because I, I lost the video that I tell you that this was probably the greatest video I've ever made in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um. Because because I was truly truly scared. Like I yeah. I've never been this frightened watching a movie. I honestly thought about stopping it and quitting. I, I said, um, but no. I said the show must go on. I must get this 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 video image. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I learned is that after an hour or so, you got to give the computer at least a few minutes to um, to process to get everything sort of saved up. And then you can go ahead and shut it down. So, yeah. me trying to you know balance the you know getting to bed at a decent time because I don't start these movies till about nine forty five ten o'clock, and so by the time I'm done it's about twelve thirty one o'clock. So I, I, the minute I'm done, I got I go straight to bed, which is another mistake <laughs> with yeah. these scary movies. Um, so yeah, no, I, I I stopped it. I turned it off. I came back the next morning to edit. And the file was corrupted, and I it, I lost the, the entire recording. 
Damn. And I tried everything. I, I downloaded six programs. <laughs> I I tried my best to just make it work and I I lost it. And I, I was so pissed. Like I don't know how your memory works on your like because you're using like a laptop, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, my laptop. So I'm thinking even for me, because I have like I go through I record or whatever, even if I don't stream, I'm recording my gameplay. And I yeah. just run out of space every time. I just need to have an external. Maybe you need to record onto an external so it's always there. And then you could just take it off, drag it, edit, and you still have the, the clean file as well. Yeah, yeah. No, so, but, so John S hits me up here. 13 seconds of it are on Twitter. Yes. yes so what I so what I did, John, is I was so excited about the the reaction. Because I, I trust me, that reaction is the most genuine thing. Like that's like literally like my I had I couldn't even control my hands. I just spazzed. Um I I was so happy about it. I rewound like like while the video was processing or, or I, I looked at, at the playback and I rewound it and I said, Oh, I gotta get this for Twitter and put it up there. So yeah, the 13 seconds was what I was able to see that night real quick because so, I said, this reaction is, is priceless. Let me go ahead and put it out. Um, and man, I, and I think that's what pisses me off even more is that I, I, <laughs> I thought I had it. I thought I had everything. Uh, and the file got corrupted, man. But, you know, you live and you learn. And then, I, I, you know, I thought of re-watching it. But listen, this is something I, – I'm not a superstitious guy, right? Well, maybe I am a little bit. But – I thought that for sure it was because I watched Paranormal Activity and I and I and I angered a demon of some sort because it killed my video. The thing was a handheld, you know, camera uh, movie, and I got motion sick. Like, and that's that's another thing. I, like, that's why the reactions are so good on it because when it finally stops moving is when you're focused on one one element which is the the doorway darkness and you're like scared to death. Yeah. So what so when it stops my head is spinning. I'm like, "Oh dear god. I'm doing this. I'm winking. I'm like my one eye because I I'm I'm literally like going to throw up." So I swear this was the greatest piece of video I've ever done. <laughs> and it's not there. It's so I'm I'm so I'm still pissed off about it right now. <laughs> Trust me. You're gonna lose more videos, man. I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna happen, bro. So, it's part of this. Yeah. So, so now I'm very excited because um, what I was able to do is, as I, you know, I regrouped, I rebounded, and what came out of it was my first time movie watch of The Exorcist. Which, yeah. if you have not seen that movie, um, I, I'm not. I, here's what I, again. I, I love to spoil things for my own audience, and I'm not going to do that. I know John S has seen it um, because he had commented on it. But trust me when I tell you, if you've never seen the movie, um, watch my watch my version. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, because because after you watch it, there's an appreciation for some of the things you saw. Um, there, I mean, I, I, again, I, I'm just, I was very excited about it. It's, um, it's up there. It's, it's, it's funny. Um, it's terrifying. I think some, I think, I don't know if it was John or somebody wrote my comments. You look uncomfortable watching it, <laughs> <laughs> which is totally true. Um, and for ambiance, I turn off the lights. So yeah. what I turn off the lights in this room, like right now I got a full blast, right? But I turn off the lights. I have my little red glowing light behind me. 
and I'm just watching and I'm and I'm I'm there like like that's my true you know inner thoughts and experiences it's crazy it's just a crazy um crazy experience I I I'm glad I'm doing it but there is some pressure to talk like that was the other thing too is like because I'm doing the full length watch alongs um and I, I'm like, I feel like I got to talk. I got to say something. It goes back to the streaming thing. It's, it's entertainment. Like, you're right. not just watching it to watch it. Nobody wants to watch you watch the movie. They want to see your exactly your jump scares, your reaction, right. your commentary. That's what they want to see out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, but I'm finding the good balance because there are, there are moments when it's, it's, it's appropriate, right? So, yeah. and the other thing I'm learning too, and this is, again, I, I love, you know, just sharing what I've learned. Another thing is, you have to sort of tell the story verbally um, because yeah. what, ha- what happens is I- I'm cutting and splicing, right? So when I'm doing the YouTube edit, I'm trying to get within 10 to 15 minutes of actual footage um, wh- you know, while adding commentary. And so what I'm realizing is like I have to say what just happened. So I'm like, oh, so the priest just did that? Oh, okay. And because if I... If I realize I'm going to cut that piece out, or if it's a really slow, long, long piece, yeah. I I got to bring back that because if um, if it doesn't make sense, like how you're watching now, most people have seen the movie, so they know which which part of it is. But there's some people who haven't, and they watch it through somebody else's view and, and lens. So um, it's an interesting thing. It's just an interesting thing, and for sure, um, again, very excited. Llama Ween is happening. We've got The Exorcist that just hit today. Uh, we got a lot of people watching it. You know, my Field of Dreams one hit over a thousand thousand people watching it. Like oh. combined, the two versions, oh, the one oh. that was the one that was banned, and the in this one. Um, <laughs> so that's that's really really good. And coming soon this week, we've got another one. We've got the Lost Boys. So this week I tackle the Lost Boys, but the Lost Boys is a retro rewatch. So what I'm trying to do is one first time watch. And one retro rewatch so that I can explain what my thoughts were when I was a kid when I watched this movie and my what my thoughts are today. Yeah. And with this one, I had a whole lot of fun. I even I, I I will tease this. The llama dances within the first 10 minutes of the reaction. So I'm dancing on camera doing doing some kind of move within the first 10 minutes. So that's the teaser for you to look forward to this week. <laughs> like nice. people are gonna be like, no, nah, I don't want to watch that guy dance. <laughs> Unless it's with the tutu, man. Unless oh yeah. I, you know what? I've been looking for that video, man. I can't find it. I can't find it anywhere. I, I, I want to show you. I want. I want to preview <laughs> it. I want to demo it here. I, I wish Lenny was here so let Lenny can tell us exactly what's going on. <laughs> um. All right. Let's do this. We've been on for about twenty minutes. I I, I love the fact that we've got some interaction, um, but. We do have to pay some bills, so it's commercial time, guys. Now, the Big Llama Show loves its its subscribers, loves the audience, loves to reach new people. AD and myself love doing this every Sunday night, but some Sunday nights are a little bit late, and you can't stay up late and like Charles. Charles can't stay up. He needs to go to bed. Some of you guys have, have nine to fives, and you guys get up really, really early in the morning. You can't stay up for all the fun and the hijinks. So, catch the Big Llama Show on the podcast. Uh, we're available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you find podcasts, you will find the Big Llama Show podcast featuring, as always, my co my co-worker, my co-producer, yeah, my, co-worker. my co-host, <laughs> AD, yeah. 
Um, just a lot of fun. And again, um, make sure you, you follow us on any of those streaming services, any of those podcast services. Um, there is an ability to donate or support if you'd like to. I don't push that because that's not what we're looking for. Um, and we have had a lot of success on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening to this on a replay on Apple Podcasts or any podcast service, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. But yes, The Big Llama Show is always on a podcast Sunday nights, available throughout the week, every single week, some new content. All right. So again, we pay the bills on that one. So commercial one down and checked. <laughs> That's about. That's uh, all. Is there, is there more traction on the Apple Pod? Yeah, no. Uh, the Apple Podcast seems to be the most popular. Um, we have the most unique, you know, uh, amount of users. Um, people are checking it out. People are are, are really tuning in. Um, I think I think every week it's it's a little bit more in a little bit different countries. I think we hit the UK also. Um, so, so yeah, it's interesting to have that. You know, have the podcast do a little bit better week to week, which, which I think is, we said is probably the future. Um, I think we, you know, AD and I have talked about it. We're probably going to do some content exclusively for the podcast. We might do some recordings, um, whether it's on this channel or his channel. Uh, we really have talked about doing a couple other things other than the Sunday nights. And in addition to the Sunday nights, we might do maybe some time changes because we're going to try different things. We want to see what different things are. And if we have a special guest, um, yeah. Uh, if we ever have a special guest, we're going to interview that that guest, and then we will broadcast at a later time, whether you know maybe sometime earlier in the week. But we'll definitely let you guys know. We'll keep you guys posted on our all social medias and everything else. Uh, all right. So, uh, AD, one thing I wanted to talk about, um, yeah. and again, I it, it's it's really just because I'm I'm fascinated because I I've stayed here in Florida. I've always stayed here. Um, I've never gone anywhere like. In terms of moving, right? Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've gone, I've lived in Hollywood and and moved to you know Port St. Lucie. I uh, lived all over Miami and different places, but like I've always been within that sort of range. You took a different route, right? So you you went from being here in Florida yeah. to going to Colorado. I so mean, I just I just want to talk about that before that, even before that, like baseball. Oh, that's I right. Played, you I played in Pennsylvania, uh, New York for two years. I lived in Texas for like almost three years, and then I went back to Florida for a couple of years, and now I'm in Colorado. So, I mean, I've been lucky to be honest. Like even like my mom tells me, like she's never really she's never lived out of pretty much Port St. Lucie, Miami, like since she was young. So like a lot of my family, they don't they haven't lived out of Florida. So the fact that I've got gotten to experience you know different states, different cultures, I met so many people throughout you know, my time living there. And it's crazy to me because I didn't leave Florida until, uh, until I was like 19 turning 20. So like I was in Florida for the first like 20 years of my life. And then since then last eight years, I've just been traveling everywhere really. And just living different places. Yeah, no. And so, so the, your first, your first foray, your first leaving, you, you graduated high school, right. Yeah. And then you go to play baseball. So you go yeah. play in New York, right. I, that- well, yeah, I played in Pennsylvania for like six months for the first semester. Then I went okay. to New York for two years. Yeah. And so, and were you, uh, you weren't in the city, right? You were just outside the city? No, I was So I lived oh. in the Bronx. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, li- I lived in the Bronx with like some family for the first year. And then the second year we had a team house, which was like further in the Bronx. But my school was in Times Square, like legitimately. 
Wow. So like I literally watched like my first year there, I watched the the ball drop from my school, like right outside of my school. I was like, bro, this is crazy to me, like not leaving Florida and then getting to experience like because also my family's all from New York. So I got to like actually see what the like all the stories they used to tell me about, like what it was like living there. I got to kind of experience it, of course, in a different way because I was broke. You know, what I mean, I was just like chilling. <laughs> I, was, I was just playing baseball. I was literally there for baseball in school. So. It was a different experience, but it was dope. And then um, then I went to Texas for the last three years of, like, college and stuff. I, I had, like, a place out there. And it's just, it, I've kind of noticed it's, it's happening again. But every time I leave for, like, extended periods of time, I miss Florida, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I miss my family and my friends out there. But, like, I just miss Florida, bro. I miss the sun. You know what I mean? Like being out here when it gets cold, it sucks. I realize how much of a Florida boy I am being in the cold, like living in New York, Pennsylvania, Colorado, all these places are cold as hell. And I'm like, bro, I just missed the sun. I used to hate going to the beach when I was younger, just because it was so accessible. Now I'm like, man, I just want to go to the beach. So I don't know, man, I I get in these funks every now and then where I'm just like, man, I I miss home. Yeah. No, listen, I I couldn't. I think I want to. I've said this to 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 Mama Llama. I said, "Look, when we retire, I'd like I'd like to live in New York. I'd love to live because I love the city, and yeah. I, I'm a city guy. I don't like country, and I don't like you know uh, rural areas. I like the city. And I every time I've gone to New York, it, it, it's been amazing. So, yeah. but the one thing I do know about myself is that I cannot do cold. Yeah. Like Florida cold." makes me grumpy llama like I, i'm i'm mad at the world when it's when it's you know florida cold and and that's 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 hard for me <laughs> to go anywhere that is going to be you know freezing and snowing I, i've never seen snow i've never i've never truly uh, really seen snow me i mean like i said until i left florida i'd never seen snow either but like out here is different because now i have to learn how to drive and so like new york i could take the train and i didn't really have to deal with the snow i just had to walk through it obviously but those are right but like here, like when it snows, it's like, and I got work. It's like, for the first year, I didn't leave. When it snowed, I stayed in my house. I would call off work. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'm not. I would always tell them too. I'm like, I'm not messing up my car. It's not worth me some for some reason slipping on some black ice, crashing into a wall. Like, it's not worth it. I don't. I don't. I'm not going out. But I'm slowly getting used to. It. I'm not getting used to the cold. I just I'm not a cold person. But. It's definitely an experience, and I always told myself, like, if, if Blackout takes off the way I want it to and, like, streaming and stuff, I am I think I'm going to move back to New York. A part yeah. of me wants to live in Cali for a little bit, but, like, I just like this. I don't know, man. I felt different when I lived in New York. Like, And now that I'm actually a little bit more grown, have my head on my shoulders, have my goals and stuff set, like, I definitely want to experience a different side of New York. No, no, for sure. I, and listen, like I said, I, I I want to do more than the Florida stuff, but yeah. man, it's it's hard. It's hard to to get adjusted to. I mean, this beautiful weather here. So, and the reason I brought this up, and and hold on, before I do that, Gabe, uh, we heard you, man. Bronx, uh, Bronx, yeah. you heard. There you go. Um, no, and the reason I brought this up is, you know, you tweeted you you tweeted earlier that you do miss home, and so I was like, you know what, this is a great topic to explore because it's something I can't do. Like, right. I can't leave here and go. And, and if I do go somewhere, it's, it's short periods of time real quick. And I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by, you know, 
you having just up and left at, at, a, at a young age, up, I'm gone. Um, yeah. Well, obviously to play baseball and, and baseball is giving you a lot of those experiences, but still like, and because it's something that my son will hopefully do um, very soon, right? Next year yeah. he finishes. If he, I mean, whether he plays baseball or not, he's still going to have to up and go somewhere uh, for college. But um, no, just, just I'm fascinated by the story. And then you ended up in Colorado. What, what brought you to Colorado? How, how'd you end up there? To be honest, there was, I have no reason for being in Colorado. Like, <laughs> li- like literally, I went back home after my stint in Texas where I called like Texas my down years where like a lot of like personal growth happened, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like I had a lot of things happen, you know. Um, so like going back to Florida, I, I like obviously moved, you know, like everybody, they always told you and I thought it wasn't going to happen to me. Like, but everybody who moves away from home, like, they somehow end up at their parents' house at a later age. And they're like, it always happens. He said, don't blame me, dude. He is part of the reason. But, um, yeah, being back home and, like, living with my parents again, I was just like, I don't know. I just feel like everybody has to leave their hometown. Yeah. Whether whether yeah. it's for a short period of time or, like, me. Like, I don't think I could ever live in Port St. Lucie again. Like, if I ever move back to Florida – it's going to be Miami. It's going to be Tampa. It's going to be Orlando. It's going to be somewhere that I haven't lived in. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I could ever live in Port St. Lucie. It's just when I go back there, I see people doing the same things as when I left. Like, it, it brings me back into a weird, like, I was in a weird place when I was back there, man. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't moving anywhere. I, I felt like I was just staying on the same plane. I wasn't growing. I wasn't getting better at anything. I I built my computer and stuff like when I went back, like I, I was fortunate in that. I started streaming at that point, but like I didn't see a bigger picture. I just felt like stuck there, you know? So I just yeah. needed to change. And then um, Big Homie and his girlfriend, they moved out here like a year before I did. And it was kind of like he, he basically told me like, yo, I could get you a job out here. And, you know, what I mean, he helped me with a place to stay. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm, I'm leaving. And it was kind of like a weird, he said, it's toxic. It is. I mean, Sometimes it is like, especially like the people I was around at the time, like it, it just wasn't good for me, you know? And like moving out here, I got to experience another place. You know what I mean? I always knew once I started living in like these different States, like I want to continue that. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? I, at some rate, obviously it's going to slow down the older I get. And like, if I have a family, all that, but I want to continue like experiencing new places. Like here I see mountains, like every, everywhere I drive. And it's like, bro, Florida, you don't see that. Like, the, the landscape out here is crazy. You know what I mean? People out here are kind of different. You know what I mean? It's, it's I always, me and Justin always joke, it's like, it's it's uncultured here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're uncultured. Like, they don't get it. We always talk about, like, we can't. And it's weird because Blackout and, like, what we're trying to build, it's almost reminiscent, like, when my dad he or my stepdad, he told me, like, when he moved to Florida, he was like, everything he experienced in New York was coming down to Florida at that time and he he experienced it again and i feel like everything i think is cool that like i grew up with they're like just now catching on to out here so i was like it's the perfect storm because we're building something that we've lived our whole lives and people out here are just now starting to embrace and like like so i don't know man i don't know why i moved out here but i know since i've moved out here i've grown a lot i mean even with the show like doing the show although it'd be dope if i was in, in florida we could do it in person but yeah, no, I, I mean, but like I said, it, I, I, like I said, I think I am not living vicariously, but I, I'm enjoying seeing your progression 
and the story. I, I've known you when you left here. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to sort of watch, and I think, you know, through Facebook and everything else, just watching your experiences along the way. Um, you know, and, and again, I, I think it's fascinating that you're seeing the different parts of the world, or at least the United yeah, States, right? Yeah. Um, which is, which is, you know, it's something that it, I think people should do. I think, honestly. And, and what you're saying about, like, here. So, for example, I'm not from Port St. Lucie. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm new to Port St. Lucie. So, what happens is... What you guys are saying about it's being toxic or it's not the same and you wouldn't come back. It's sort of the same thing I feel for where I came from or where yeah. I like like in Hollywood and in Dania and in those areas where I, where you know I went to high school and you know I see the same thing. It's it's a lot of my my high school friends or people I knew from high school doing some of the same things. Yeah. Like twenty years later, like stop going to the same bar. Like please, yeah. like like honestly, that bar is not that great. Um. And it wasn't that great when we were in high school, but uh, <laughs> to me, it's comfort like comfortability because I've noticed that not only with myself, like I obviously I notice it the most with myself when I'm back there, but everywhere I go, like Denver, you know, places in Texas, people, the people I meet that are from those places that I'm I'm there, they feel the same way, and they always like, and that's yeah. and that's one thing people are always scared that they always say like, oh, I'm scared to try a different place, and for someone who like literally just. I literally pack all my stuff in my car and just go like every time I've left it's kind of on a whim. Like even when I went to like play ball for the, like I stopped, it was after high school, two years after high school yeah. that I stopped yeah. playing ball. And I would literally woke up one day. was like, I hate it. it was, honestly, when I moved to Colorado and like when I started training at raw fitness and like was getting ready to leave, mm -hmm. if I felt the same, like I felt like I was reliving that cycle because I was like, I just woke up one day like, I can't do this. Like, I have to go. And I remember when I left for ball, I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to find a team by the, it was literally like the beginning of the year, like probably like February. I was like, when the semester starts in August, I'm going to be playing somewhere. I don't know where, I don't know how, but I'm going to find a team and I'm going to find a scholarship. And that's what I did. And it's kind of the same thing. I woke up one day, was just like, I need to change, man. Like, I can't be here anymore. And like, luckily I had Justin and his girlfriend to help me out. You know what I mean? And then like, COVID hit and it made it harder, but it kind of also like helped me get to where I am right now. Like I'm in a better position, like I'm in the best position I've ever been in my life, like financially, um, motivation and wise, like with my content and like doing, like obviously creating content. So mm -hmm. I don't know, man, I just feel like everybody needs to get away from where they're from because you could get stuck there. Like, like I said, every time I go back, it just, even going back in the, you know, November, I know what I'm going to feel. I oh, miss yeah, it. Yeah. I miss seeing my family, but I know when I get there, I'm going to feel that same, like, oh, I got to leave. Like, I can't be here that long. Like, you know what I mean? A week is perfect. Yeah. Oh, no. And that's what I'm saying. Like, at least you have the big llama to look forward to. But, oh, you know. yeah. I'm excited for that. <laughs> Listen, you know, and, and what's what's exciting is um, I, it's funny because I'm like, I can't wait to see this guy. I can't wait for him to come down and, you know, um, we'll do a show or something. We'll do something, right? But yeah. I'm excited to sort of hang out with you for a little bit outside of the show, right? Because we, because yeah. you and I are like talking through the computer, and that's it, and on on phone. So, yeah. um, but no, I'm I'm thankful that you shared that with us. I just wanted to sort of break a little bit from our normal stuff, to just to sort of you know talk a little bit out, you know, about other things. Let's see here. Um, it's up and stuck for November. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> this guy got a hard on. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> <laughs> what this guy's telling me right Gabe, now. Gabe, please, please. <laughs> it's uh, a children's show. 
please respond. Please respond with a with a, a clarification. Thumbs a clarification. Uh, thumbs up. Something. Please tell me you're all right, man. So, <laughs> you, um, you smell burnt wood. Let's go. What's going on, man? Let's go. Uh, no, no. So, so again, I wanted to break a little bit from our normal pattern and just see, you know, talk about different things. And and again, I love the fact we we get to interact. Um, your journey is an interesting one, and I just want to make sure that people know about it. And, and people know more a little bit about us, right? Um, okay, so G- Gabe. Um, he wrote that. <laughs> G- G- Gabe says he's okay. Uh, all right, let's see. John S. says, uh, Las Vegas has no autumn, summer to winter in one week. 105 degrees on Monday, 60 degrees on Tuesday. Yeah, no, no, no. That's uh, I've been to Vegas in the, in the winter, and it's crazy. Like November, we went for my, for our honeymoon. Uh, Mama Lama and I went, and you know we we rented a convertible, and man, oh, it was man. cold in, in the morning. But by midday, like we had to drop all the jackets and everything. It's crazy, <laughs> and yeah, 105 degrees. Honestly, here it's crazy because it'll snow. It'll snow like for let's say t- tomorrow. It's snowing and it'll snow mm-hmm. all day, all night. But then the next day, the streets will be like normal. We'll be like, what the hell? Like it just snowed all night. And like the streets are like completely normal. The, the snow's melting. Like some snow will stay for a while, like on the grass and like in the shadow areas because it's that cold. But just like it blows my mind. It's like, man, like it snowed a lot last night. Why Why are we driving like there's no snow? <laughs> and, and but so what's the temperature right now? Oh, it's been honestly this time last year, it was already snowing. It's been. Let me see. It's been hot. It's been hot. So right now it's 55. So this week looks like it's getting, it's cooling down. But like it's been in the 90s, like 80s. And it's but like it's, dry. But it's, 50, but it's 55 right now. Yeah, because it's nighttime. So like it cools oh. down at night. It cools down at night. I'd be going crazy, man. I'd be I'd be yeah. insane. It it goes 70 here and I'm like, oh, I got to wear a sweatshirt. You know? Oh, well. Oh, I mean, I wear a sweatshirt to sweat. Like that—that's literally why I wear a sweatshirt. Like when I go to the gym in the morning, yeah. I put on a hoodie, not because I'm cold, because I want to sweat. And so, when it's actually cold out, and I have to put the sweatshirt on for that reason, I get pissed. I don't know. It's—it's yeah. it's because my blood is from the uh, from the equator, man. So it's Peruvian uh, llama blood. I so honestly the- think that has something to do with it, man. Because like I don't—I don't get like acclimated i mean like i said i've lived in pennsylvania i only lived in pennsylvania in the winter new york the only time i was in new york i spent my summers in florida because like out of school but then the rest of the year it's just cold the whole time and it's like even now i'm like bro i'm not getting used to the cold at all like i just don't think it's for me so next place i live is gonna have to be sunny and is it i mean i I don't i'm not asking about you but i'm saying I, i heard and i read that sometimes in those cold places there's a lot of depression like because you're isolated sometimes, yeah. especially if you're in a, oh, a bro. blizzard or, you know, like you're, you're snowed in for a little bit. Like that's, it's almost like the lockdown, right? Yeah. Oh, bro. We were locked down and it was snowing. Like I, f- I felt that like we were one, we were kind of like in a, a smaller apartment. So like I felt like I was just invading their space because I was staying with them for a while. Mm-hmm. And like my mood was not good that whole time. Like I was just like, bro, like. I need to figure out life. Like, you know what I mean? I did it. I literally got here, got a job within a month and a half. I only got like two checks and then COVID hit and I got fired within that like couple months. So I was like, bro, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I almost like a part of me was like, I might just have to go back to Florida. Like, I don't know. Like I said, I'm lucky to, 
I'm lucky I made it through because like I'm in a way better spot. I, I have a clearer mind. I'm not ready for the winter, but you know, I'm ready to grow though. Got it, got it. Which segues into our next commercial, right? <laughs> uh, the winter time is coming and the holidays are coming. And so if you're looking for holiday gifts for your loved ones <laughs> or fans of the Big Llama Show, stop by the Big Llama Show merch shop. Link is in the description. And check out our holiday uh, our holiday selections. Actually, there's no holiday selections. They're just nice llama shirt merch. You dropped the Halloween, the uh, Lamaween one. Well, I'm gonna. I (laughs) thought about that, making a Lamaween shirt. I do have again the orange shirt is uh, available. It's a festive Halloween orange. Uh, It says the Big Llama Show. But yes, if you are looking for gifts, um, make sure that the Big Llama Show is part of that that gift uh, giving list. Uh, go to the merch store today. Pick up some uh, Llama Show merch. We got mugs. We've got cold cups, sweatshirts, hoodies, tank tops for the ladies, tank tops for the dudes. If you want to work out, uh, CrossFit tank tops. We got those and some nice shirts, both Llama Nation shirts and Big Llama shirts. So hit us up on the merch shop. So again, just a little plug for the merch store, and that is commercial number two. <laughs> a little behind, little behind the locker room talk. You should throw the link like at the bottom. Or throw it in. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. I should. You, you know what? I, let let me time. do this. I, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find the shop here. But uh, hey, big yo, homie, hey, yo, pause, pause. <laughs> big homie says. Uh, Big homies just revealing uh, the the size of the apartment or the size of the unit. They're kind of small. We lived on top of each other for like a year. Yeah, see, I got to put context to that comment because if you just say kind of small and you start talking, people get the wrong idea. So I want to make sure people know what he meant by that i wasn't trying to give him too much detail justin damn (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh let me see you know i'm gonna see if i can bring up the big llama show merch shop in here just to show everybody that it's a real shop but uh (laughs) (laughs) not just a fictitious place that i decided to create on my own Um, infomercial commercial oh my god and press play every time well, you know, I, I I thought about that, and I was like, you know what? A lot of people do that because I've seen I've seen a couple of streams where um, where people are, are doing that. They're like, oh, you know, check out my shop, and then they, they hit the button, right? And then like it says, it goes to their merch store. Um, but I'm gonna actually show the merch store. Let's let's uh, take a quick look here. The Big Llama Show merch shop right there. You get your official Big Llama Show uh, drinkware. Um, you got again the. Uh, the apparel, you got the tanks, and like I was saying, if you go into each of the shirts, there is a, an official Big Llama Show orange tank there, orange shirt. Um, let me just get back out of here. Um, again, we've got uh, face masks for those of you who are still wearing masks. Uh, Big Llama Show, the hoodie. Now, I, here's the thing, right? I make these. I made these, right? I designed these on, on on the website and everything, which is cool. It's fun, um, but I want one so bad, and I'm like, man, I got to drop some cash for these. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but I did again. I um, 
Yeah, I did. I did. Somebody did buy two mugs. So I'm trying to figure out who that is. So whoever did that, thank you so much. But yes, visit the Big Llama Show again. I'll put the link in the description. Um, make sure you guys check it out. Uh, back to the comments. This ain't PG because I'll call all the blackout guys. <laughs> Don't do a bloodbath. <laughs> Don't do it. This is a children's show. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah, P PG um, by choice. PG by choice. Not not necessarily that I am a PG guy. Um, just trying to expand to a wide swath of people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you, if you guys didn't join us last week, we talked about you know me going on a live stream, uh, you know streaming on Twitch with these guys. And yeah, the, the first you know the initiation was drop the f bomb, please. And I, I did, and it was no big deal. I've done it before, right? You know, you just but have to make sure. <laughs> I was like, is he capable? Right, right. It's just fun because yes, I, I intentionally, you know, the live streams, my videos, most things I post. I, I, it's not that I want it to be family friendly. I don't. Most of the content isn't for kids. There, I mean, I'm watching R-rated movies on here and um doing reactions to them and things like that and um but i do have again some family members some young family members um my nephews are watching so i just want to make sure if they happen to tune in that i don't get yelled at by their mom <laughs> you told me to subscribe and you're there dropping the f-bomb okay like i told you last week man to me it's great because like this gives me like some type of like oh maybe let's not be so wild like I, i'm trying to practice an actual media personality instead of being saying all the wild stuff i say on my stream so i like that i like the fact that i come here and i know like i catch myself i'll be like stuff I, I see you i see you man i see always you. always bro it just somebody, comes out. somebody caught me on one of my videos and i said i think i i, I should have said you know i should have said holy shit but i was like holy smokes <laughs> so i was like oh dear god oh john s is commenting he says yeah you need an exorcist tea the llamacist <laughs> yes yeah that's a good idea oh man i still cannot shake some of those images of that stupid movie man Did oh my god you, you know what um honestly yes so I have to I have to pause when I say that only because, um, it, it, here's the thing, right? It, it is truly a slow burn. Like it is, it's two hours and twelve minutes, and they're they just are slowly building the story. Right. If you don't, if you're not into that kind of stuff, um, if you're not into sort of the cinema, sort of you know, creating a little tension with space and and discussion. You're going to get a little bored, I would say, right? Um, but it was compelling and it was fun. And then when, you know, it was scary all along. But um, that's, I, I, I can just see, like, again, some people that watch movies today, they're conditioned to the jump scares every 10 minutes. They're conditioned to being, you know, given exactly what they want, you know. And then the slasher movies do that. Like the slasher movies, they kill somebody within the first two minutes of the movie you build up the character, they kill 10 people, and then there's like a big climactic chase thing at the end, right? That's like the the formula. But if you watch The Exorcist, there it's not that. It's 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 a slow progression to the story. And it's great. It's great. Wasn't, but wasn't The Exorcist like one of the first movies that dealt with like paranormal activity style stuff? Because I felt like they probably made it more like a, a movie 
and then added those elements and that's what made it so good because at this point like even the paranormal activity movies they've gotten like they, i think there's like four or five of them it's like after the the second one because the first one i thought i watched it and i like i my my mom and like my grandma are jehovah witness so oh. they always yeah oh. they always talked about like the, like demons all that stuff and I used to be terrified as a young kid. Like, I, if I saw something scary on TV, I would need the light on. Like, yo, I yeah. can't just walk in the dark. I used to be terrified. And then I grew up and was like, well, if the demons got me, they got me at this point. Like, what, what am I going to do? So, but like the first paranormal activity, I remember watching it thinking it was like real and it scared me. But then after you see two or three of them, then it's kind of like, oh, they're doing the same formula for each movie. Right. Kind of right. gets repetitive. Well, let me. I'll give you my thoughts on that in a second. I just want to hit up Big Homie. He says, true feet here for AD not to curse or be reckless. <laughs> so he's hitting you up. He's letting you know it's, a, it's truly a remarkable feat that this is what you're uh, capable of. Um, yeah, Paranormal Activity um, is a one-hit, a one-note type movie. Like you, yeah. it, it, It's effective because it was groundbreaking at the time. Yeah. And that um, found footage thing is amazing, right? But when I saw, I, and I, I, I was intrigued, right? I said, oh, maybe maybe I might want to watch the series. Oh, I got a movie. You just said found footage and it hit me. My bad. VHS. Go ahead, go ahead. You ever seen VHS? No. No. Is oh, that, I, I'm write writing it, it down. down. Write it down. I don't want to tell you nothing about it. Don't, You're going to get don't, motion don't. sickness for sure. That's okay. all I'm gonna tell you. But so, br- so bring the bucket. Bring the bucket. Yes. <laughs> I, I hope you throw up because it's gonna be a TikTok viral video. <laughs> oh dear God. So no, no, but but yeah. So I I said let me see. No VHS. I got it written down here. I'm definitely gonna ch- check it out. Um, I was gonna watch the rest of the Paranormal Activity series. I said you know what? I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Let me see a couple of images of what they're showing. And what I saw was actual images of the scary thing. Yeah. And I said, no, that's, that is, that takes away from the premise of paranormal activity, which was you don't see it. You don't see it and it's in your head. And what's in your head is more terrifying than anything anybody could ever produce. And, and so, because I, I I said it in my, and when I was reacting, I, I, I did salvage a, uh, movie review out of it so that i'm going to put that out at some point but i'm watching a screen that shows the same thing over and over again which is just a bed and a doorway and what's happening in that doorway in my head is freaking crazy <laughs> i'm seeing things like there's nothing happening i i went back and watched it like 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 you know rewound it a little bit I, there's nothing there but in my head there's a shadow uh something's moving like something is happening right but it's all in my head. So when you, when you ha- when you like have to show what that is, yeah, it's not worth it. it, it I yeah. think the gimmick is over at that point. But yeah, and I don't think you could do that too often. You know what I mean? Like like I can't watch many movies like that and be, you know, like entertained. Like I was truly. And here's the bad thing, right? Too like you know I do these things at night, right? And I tell you, it started at ten o'clock at night. Midnight, I walk out from the recording. My whole house is dark. Yeah, and I'm I'm seeing every image I saw in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm a grown man. I can't walk across my own house. 
<laughs> I debated. I debated. Like, I'm like, oh, man, what am I going to do? Gonna sleep. I'm just going to sleep in the stream room. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to pull one of those streams where you just fall asleep on the stream. You know, you're like, hey, man, <laughs> I'm taking a nap. <laughs> Shout out DJ Academics. <laughs> no, but honestly, I I I was to then that was that to me told me that that was an effective movie. It made me think. I, it did scare me, and so um, you know. Now the Exorcist scared me for many other reasons, and one of them is the subliminal messages. Mm. I don't know. I mean, you've never. I mean, you've never seen the movie, right? No. Okay. No. Well. There is this image that pops up. I think it's four or five times in the movie. Yeah. Like randomly. Like like you're watching a movie and all of a sudden, boom, image pops up and you're like, like for like a split second. And I'm like, wait a second. What? And in my my commentary, I'm like, do you guys see that? Anyone else? Like I'm thinking, is I'm thinking I'm going crazy. Like what? What the hell did I just see? Yeah. And um. Actually, here I'll show you. It's it's this uh, this little demon thing next to the priest. Oh, okay. That thing pops up out of nowhere, black screen, just the face, randomly, and I'm like, oh dear God, what did I just see, and why am I seeing it? Am I going crazy? And it keeps happening, right? And I'm just like, dear God, what in the world is this? And, and, and am I am I crazy? Let me see. John S has a. Up to here says the subliminal demon face was used twice originally, but in 2000 they added the face a few more times to make it more modern. See that, John, you're right on the money. It's it's what I was talking about is that you're conditioned to see scares every you know interval. We we've become less patient. You know, yeah. if a movie goes on too long, you 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 say you say maybe you could yeah. you could have trimmed it. You know, people talk about the run times. Um, but yeah, that, okay. That's a good, that's good to know, John. I, I had no idea that they added more after 2000. I was watching the director's cut. So that's, um, that's maybe why it was so long, but imagine um, seeing that at theaters though, for the first time, like when the movie came out, you just like, Oh shit. No, like, that's ahead, insane. Ahead. No, no, I'm saying that's insane. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't want to go see that in the theater. I need that personal experience on that one. I'm home. I listened to Joe Rogan talk about like when it, it was like Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz on their podcast and they were talking about when the exorcism came out and like the backlash that movie got because it was like the first of its kind were like because you got to think too a lot of people were a lot more religious back then then I'd say people are religious now but there's like more religions at that time it was like you were kind of just one of the couple religions so like I felt like that was such a groundbreaking breaking movie at the time. So that's why I would watch it because I want to see like, I don't know. I I just feel like I've seen too many things that are similar to it that it, it won't give me the same effect. Well, like I said, I I, I was I was raised Catholic, yeah. so the priest scenes and the there's a couple of you know references that I I totally get. Like I'm like, oh, now I know exactly why. And and what's shocking. Right, is this little girl, Linda Blair, at fourteen years old? She was fourteen at the time of filming. The shit that she's saying, holy shit! I mean, I, I, I was like, I, I had to censor it. Like, I, I, and I forgot. I, I didn't censor one piece, and I know I'm, I might get in trouble for it, but who knows? Um, the stuff that she was saying to the priest, 
stick yeah. this in your this and do that. I'm like, oh my god, what am I watching? Like, I, I sound like I felt, one of AD streams. It, it, listen, it sounded totally like your streams, um, coming from this little girl, 14 years old. <laughs> And, um, no, I, I just, it, it was crazy. And she was doing some kind of vile things to herself. And I was like, why am I watching this? Like, am I going to get arrested? Like, this is crazy. Um, but I can see, and you know what I, I read? Um, and it's in the trivia. I always do trivia at the end of each of the movie reviews. Um, that the movie theaters banned the trailer because all the trailer was, was that demon face flashing. And they said people were freaked out and complained. That they're sitting there ready for a movie and all they can get is the stupid demon face coming at them uh, in a trailer. Effective which, marketing, though. Oh, for sure. Like, you saw that, you're like, I got to check that out. I got to see that. Yeah. So, oh, man. So, anyway, The Exorcist. That's a, it's a fun movie. Did and you I, post it today? I did. I did. And it, it's got a lot of views. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's, it hit pretty good. So, that's good. Um uh, a lot of people have watched it, and I'm, I'm expecting it to, to go up a little bit more over the night yeah, one, tomorrow. Yeah, which is great. I mean, I posted it uh, earlier this afternoon, about 2 or 3 o'clock. Yeah, I did you get really, You really go find ahead. your niche with these movies, man. You like, know, it, these movie watching? Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun, and it is exactly my speed, right? Yeah. I, I'm not, and we've, we've said this, I'm not keeping up with the latest trailer and trends and all that stuff. Um and and honestly, it's been so much fun to actually be able to watch movies and analyze them, break them down. And then the great part is the editing. And I, I, as much as I hate editing sometimes, doing the rewatch and then having to splice it together gives me a new appreciation for the for the like the model of the movie, like how they put it together, where the beginning, middle, and end is. And then I have to recreate that. And, and this is what's fun is it's almost like um, like role play. Like you get the, you get to pretend you're the editor. Yeah. I have to put it back together in such a way that it makes sense to the viewer, right? That it's yeah. here's the beginning, here's the middle, here's the end, and here's the you know all of that in thirty minutes. And so it's been it's been a lot of fun. And again, a lot of new new uh, subscribers as a result. Uh, oh, here, Hercules Outlaws. So sorry to hear about the paranormal uh, vid, bro. I know the feeling all too well. Yep. Yeah, no, man. I, I'm, I'm still sour about it, man. I'm still still pissed off about it. So, so it, subject, it, dude. Don't bring it up. <laughs> yeah, Hercules, man. We talked about it early. No, no, no. I, actually, honestly, honestly, like I got to get it off my chest because I, I was truly pissed off, man. I, I think that night I went to bed angry. Yeah. Um, the next morning I was angry. I was in it, but you know what it did was it gave me a like to just think about okay what do i do next time how do i make it better that type of thing and and that's when i went to review the the lost boys right after and and i did both of them back to back the um uh the exorcist and the lost boys i did them back to back meaning uh, one night after the other i recorded both of those um and so I, I'm happy I did that because I did have a lot of fun with the Lost Boys, and that so that one's coming out this week, probably hopefully by Wednesday at the latest. I hope. Uh, please be on the lookout for that. Uh, all right. So, um, one thing that's not on our list, but I wanted to mention it because we were talking about trailers. I am I am still on the fence on the Eternals, I, and I got roasted. I got roasted on somebody's live stream. Yeah. Um, because I wrote in that live stream that Eternals is I'm not that excited. Like I, you know, people they were talking about it and they said, "Oh, the Eternals is going to be great." I'm like, "No, I, I don't think it is. I don't know, right?" But 
I don't know. I want to get your thoughts on it because I, I haven't seen anything that's made me excited for it. The trailers. So the second trailer was a little bit better because mm-hmm. it get, it gave us a little more insight, a little bit. We got a little bit more, not character development, but we get a little bit more of the characters. So we see how they are, who they are. Right. Um, I think, I think it's our lack of not because Eternals are one, like one MCU commodity that I don't know too much about. Right. I'm kind kind of just letting the movie like teach me about it. I usually, if I don't know about it, I have to like find something that interests me and then I just go in wormholes and like learn every single thing and like it it doesn't catch my attention. So I feel like for the hard, hardcore people who like are truly into like everything uh, Marvel, they might be super into it. But like just as like casuals, me and you, like it looks all right. Like it looks like it, it looks like a big budget Marvel movie. It looks like a, it's not a team-up. Well, obviously, it's a team-up movie, but it's not, like, in the sense of, like, different characters and forming one team, which brings me to, like, what if when we talk about that one. I kind of want to bring up that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that. But it's just, like, eh, I don't know, man. I'm not too excited for it as well. Like, I hope it's good. I hope it piques my interest and, like, I kind of want to learn more about these characters because it. this is a movie that has, like, a lot of implications for marvel going forward and like what the mcu is going to be going forward i mean i'm sure they're going to answer a lot of questions of like just time like time questions of like different universes and and what we're going to experience so i don't know man we'll see you know we'll we'll just have to see i think i think they're banking on kevin feike's comment saying that this is the best marvel movie they've made like i i don't know like like the the marketing and promotion for this movie is terrible like, is and that him, is that him gassing it just because they don't b- really believe that? Because like, think about the movie that's coming up. Because doesn't it come out soon? Like, yeah, no, it's it, yeah, less than a month. It's a November. Um, I forgot the the, the date, but it's it's in November. Um, y- y- oh, November fifth. No, yeah, it's right. It's right around the corner. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like right. So here's here's why I'm 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 a little bit hesitant. Right. They're touting this director, right? Who's I'm sure will make a masterpiece of a film. Great. It's two hours and 37 minutes. That's the current runtime that they're showing for this movie, which is long by Marvel standards. Like Shang-Chi was two hours and 12 minutes. Black Widow was two hours and 13 minutes. Uh, Venom was only an hour and 37 minutes. Which which I get because they're introducing like five characters. So like, I, I, I get it. I get it. Why would it be a little longer? It's like almost origin, but then I don't know, man. It's, but it's but weird. but here's the thing, and this is what I'm saying is like so for um for Shang Chi right like you had big trailers and you had huge reveals and then once they hit you with the final trailer you were salivating to get to that movie yeah and then what they did was they did the um every other day they would have the the feature TV spots, for like, yeah the TV spot for a minute a minute minute and and without a ginormous awesome trailer. The Eternals is on the TV spots. Like I haven't seen anything exciting. That again, the second trailer was good. I enjoyed that trailer. Um, but like I said, I I get now how not being a huge comic book fan sort of hurts my perspective on it because yeah. I got roasted. Like again, I I went in there. It's like I don't know. And they were like, these are the greatest superheroes that anyone has ever seen. And I'm like, okay, I, I get that. I I understand that, but like. But they to didn't the display av- that. They didn't display that in the trailers, right? To the average fan, this is what I'm saying. Like, like right now, right in November, 
the average fan, and I hate to say, you know, Marvel fatigue, but you get Marvel fatigue. Like, you, you've got a show every month. I don't know, man. It's like... I don't, no, I don't know. No, what, no. What I'm, what I'm saying, not by moral fatigue, but like you have to keep being excited to go to that to that thing, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you got a show every single month. You got what if that just ended? They're now ramping up for the Eternals, and up to this point, I've been excited about the future projects. I was excited for Shang Chi. I was excited for What If, um, even Star Wars Visions, which is not part of. I'm just saying, I was still, I was excited to keep moving along the journey. But when you drop a lackluster trailer, and you don't hit me with, again, the average fan, you don't. I'm gonna go see it. You know I am. It's not. Yeah. I'm just saying. But you hit the average fan with that. I don't, I don't. I don't. I'm afraid. I'm afraid it's gonna bomb. I'm afraid it's not gonna be what people say it is. Now it may be one of those movies that comes out, and the reviews are through the roof, and people see it, and they go word of mouth, and people go back to see it. Yeah. But but I honestly um. You know, again, I'm a little nervous about it. That's all. I mean, my only yeah, pr- thing is like, prove me yeah, wrong is what I'll say. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Go ahead. It's almost like the Venom thing. I mean, you weren't really too up. You know, what I mean, up about Mm-mm. Venom when it first came out, the first trailer. Yeah. Um, oh no, no. I I, I hated. The, I hated the movie. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's it's almost like they don't want to show too much and give too much away because, like I said, it could have a lot of implications going forward of what's happening. But then again, for him to come out and say this is the best, mar- like maybe the best cinematic, like you know what I mean? Like you got to be a little bit more because think about it. December, Spider Man No Way Home is coming out, and I'm guaranteed oh, yeah. most of the population is more excited about that movie than Eternals. You know what I mean? Like that movie's, and like I honestly this week read and watched a bunch of stuff because like actual spoilers for the movie came out. Yeah. Don't don't tell me anything. Don't tell me anything. If if anything comes out, if that movie comes out half of what they said in that, like that's gonna be the best movie they've done. There's no way. I don't. I don't care what they do with Eternals. There's no way they're gonna. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way, especially with this third movie. I don't know, man. We'll we'll find out though. I mean, we'll have a month. Maybe they'll drop like another little trailer to get us excited for it. Here's here's what I'll say. If and this is my prediction, right? If Eternals, if Eternals says, go see us on IMAX and watch a special screening of the Spider-Man trailer, the movie is garbage. That's my prediction. They were not. They're not going to do that. But yeah, I know. I see, I see I'm just saying. saying. I see what they, you're saying. They did that um, with Fast Nine. They said, if you go to see Fast Nine or whatever F Nine, whatever it was. If you go see it, watch the brand new Jurassic Park trailer in the IMAX theater. Like they were trying to get butts in the seat. So I just want to say, if I see that, I guarantee you that they're not they're not as pleased with the projections for this movie. Yeah, and, I mean, and again, movies are movies are back also. So like it's gonna yeah. do. I think it's just gonna do good off off the strength. It's a Marvel movie, and like going to your point about the Marvel fatigue, like. I don't see it because they're giving, they're constantly giving, there's not like a slip up. And if it is a slip up, it's just a slip up within like, what if like, there's a couple episodes of what if that I was kind of like, eh, they're, they're okay. Like they were dope to see, but like, they're all right. They're not slipping up to the point where it's like, oh, that was just totally garbage. Cause the day that they had, like if Eternals bombs, I don't, I'm not thinking, I don't think it's going to hurt Spider-Man numbers, but it's going to hurt future movie numbers. You know what I mean? Like, oh, people yeah. are gonna be, oh, like, uh, the casual people like you, 
not even yep. like you because you're you're a little bit. I wouldn't consider you super casual. Like you know no, no, more no. than the average fan. But like an average person who just goes and like off the whim, like let me just go watch this Eternals movie. That's gonna be the last Marvel movie they see if it sucks. You know what I mean? Right. Because right, right, and that's and that's and I'm ho- listen. I I am a card carrying member of the Church of Marvel. I yeah. pray at the altar of Kevin Feige and Stanley. I trust me. I there's nothing. I don't want to see them fail. I don't want to see the movie fail. I I hope Eternals is an amazing experience. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go see it in IMAX. I'm gonna take the kids. I'm gonna go. So I'm definitely there. I just again I'm I'm a little nervous about it, but it's okay. I mean, but even with that nervousness, like with our lack of like enthusiasm for it, it could blow our minds too. So that's what that, that's also there's like two sides it could go, and I'm kind of hoping it blows my mind because like. If they are, like, I mean, these are super powerful beings in the Marvel lore. So, like, I hope they do it, do them justice. You know what I mean? Oh. I, I hope so. For sure. For sure. So, I, I'm, I'm hoping that we that we get there with that. All right. So, one thing we did want to talk about, we had said it before. I uh, want to talk about the last episode, the finale of What If, um, the finale episode. Um, it's been long enough that it's been out. So, spoiler warning, we are going to talk about this episode right now. Um, I thought it was, I, I, and you, you had said it, so you had said you, you thought it was a big giant sort of continuation. I said it was a random telling of stories and man, was I wrong and I'm glad I was wrong. And it was a pleasant surprise, um, you know, with the filler episode, right? It started with the filler episode with Thor introducing this, uh, you know, Ultron who had all the infinity stones and then we got right into that um the next the next episode right with with the watcher so i think the ultron episode in my in my opinion the single ultron episode where it explains how he became that being was a lot better than the last episode personally Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it was i i like i just had got home from work it was last night i watched it just to be like prepared for the show so i watched both of them back to back right and like that first episode i was just like damn like it was like honestly, if we were to get a live action of that, the oh man, like the feeling I got, like I was like, yo, they are doomed. Like even when he showed up and, and like the watcher was like trying to run away from him, like the fear that I like, I literally felt like, oh no, like one thing goes wrong, like this whole universe thing is over. Like, th- and that would have been kind of dope. It would have been obviously it's what if, but what right, if Ultron right. destroyed the whole universe and that was the only season of what if. <laughs> like imagine, like imagine that, like that would be amazing, and like it felt like that, like it felt like this guy cannot be beat, like who is gonna beat him? And then you get to the team up thing, and I kind of was like, I, I thought it was dope, it, it was good. Obviously, the animation is good. Yeah, yeah. I, it just was another team up, like you know what I mean to me. It was like, yeah, it no, was it, the same formula. It was, it was, it was the big bad. He's out of control. Let's get as many of these characters together. I think the cool thing was that they kept all the things that they've been working on throughout the what if series and brought it to the finale, which was that, that, that to me was, was great. Like that's a nice callback to, Hey, you watch these episodes. They weren't just for nothing. Um, One of the things that came out of this obviously was that Tony Stark, like people were pissed that they killed Tony Stark almost every episode. Um, But Tony Stark is that, uh, was it the, the, the point in the timeline, the um, absolute, absolute point. Yeah. 
Absolute point. He he has to die in the series for it to continue to move on. It, it, he's an absolute point, just like yeah. Strange's um, girlfriend had to die for him to, you know, it's an absolute point. So I, I love that piece. Um, I love the fact that the Watcher got, like, turned off the TV. He was like, no, no, I can't look at this. <laughs> and then yeah. he got, and, and then Ultron came through and just was just, just, just decimating him left and right. Um, but the team up at the end was a little corny, but the, they did end on a cliffhanger, right? They they did give you the open door for Natasha Romanoff coming back to the series or coming back to the movies if yeah. it's if it's if it's canon, right? Which I think it is. Yeah, um, a lot of people didn't think like they thought this was just going to be an offshoot, like you know, show that it wasn't going to be like Loki that had implications to MCU. But I think it it may not have like direct implications, but it might. We might see like a, a Captain Pe- uh, Captain Carter, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like people loved her. Um, what else? I also feel like oh, and another thing that came out of it was that the Gamora thing. I was kind of I wanted to see her episode. They said that they didn't have enough time. She had her own separate episode, and that's why at the end she kind of just popped up. But yeah, they didn't have yeah. enough time to um, finish the episode and stuff. Which I was kind of like, damn, like her universe was dope because. They had Tony in the the Hulk Buster, and like that was his suit. So like I would have loved to see that. I think the team up would have been a little better if it wasn't thirty minutes. Also, that was oh, another yeah. thing. It was yeah. like super short. And also, I felt like Doctor Strange probably could have just one v one Ultron and took him out. Yeah, exactly. And and now Killmonger taking over at the end there. That's, that was kind of predictable. Yeah, it it totally was. And it, I I honestly think. This, and I told you this, and we've said this in past shows. It's a way to sort of see what sticks. Yeah, it's a it's an inexpensive way. Uh, not inexpensive. It's obviously all expensive, but you're not producing a full length movie. But you're gonna find a couple of things in here, like you said, the the Captain Carter was one of them. Um, you know, the the Doctor Strange and his you know his real power. That's all stuff I want to see live action. So it's a good way to gauge will this storyline work. Will people yeah. accept this or not? And and then they did, like I said, they opened the door for Natasha Romanoff to come back in her own new world, teaming up with uh, the Avengers again, um, that kind of thing. So, you know, it, it, it served its purpose, right? It, it's a good good way of seeing these stories. It was fun. Um, you know, some people overhyped their, their reactions to it. I, I will tell you that, like... You know, some people were like, "This is the most amazing thing ever." No, it's a, it was good. It was good. I don't think it was, you know, episodes like single episode. Like I said, the Ultron episode was super good. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I enjoyed the like when all the Avengers died. That episode, oh yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the like the murder mystery side of that. So like there was really good episodes. Even the Killmonger episode to me was really good because yeah. like I liked seeing Killmonger. I mean, obviously we he was a bad guy. It would have been dope to see him as a good guy. But to see like just a different path for them was, I don't know. It was, it was a dope show, man. As a, yeah, as, a, as a series, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. They also said obviously they got to draw all this and they're animating it, so it took them a little longer. But they said they made like most of this stuff was made in like 2015. So oh, like wow. they, yeah. So like I'm not exactly sure on 2015, but it was like a couple years back where they could have changed a lot of things, you know what I mean? Especially with like how the MCU is going now. So I'm excited to see what like the second season of what if would be, because this, they're definitely going to make it. I think they already greenlit the second season. So it's going to be. Yeah. Good. Oh no. And, and, and again, these Disney plus shows have been, have been popular. They've been 
must watch every week. And yeah. so that's the whole point. And in a world of, of the streaming services that give you everything you want all at once, they prove that appointment streaming is, is still there. Like you, if you create enough interest in something, uh, you can still dole it out one week at a time and have people sure. talking about it. You know, and I wish sometimes Netflix would do some of that with some of its shows because, you know, I love the fact that I can binge watch like Cobra Kai is coming out in December, right? I yeah. I can't wait December thirty first, right? Um, yeah, that's my New Year's plans right there. I'm just gonna binge watch it on on New Year's Day because I'll be off work, I think. Um, but yeah, but once it's done. I'm like, oh, okay, there now we go. Another Cobra. year, yeah. <laughs> Cobra Kai's years. Cobra Kai's done and great, great. So I'm, I, I hope I'm, I'm in the minority. I'm sure. I hope they release them one week at a time because that makes for an enjoyable experience. Um, and if I want to wait six weeks and watch them all at once, and that's fine. I can do that. But you know, I think the boys does the same thing. The, the you know that that comes out week to week. And that is must-watch for me. I, I, that's one of the shows I can't wait to get back on the air with that. Yeah. Uh, do you watch that show, The Boys? Or honestly, I haven't seen it, but I'm kind of waiting till the new season comes out so I could just watch it all. Because, like, like I said, you already know how I am. I already know what happens and everything. So, like, I just want to watch it and continue it to. Because I'm like that too. Like, if I watch something all at once, then I'm kind of just like going my wormholes for the next year and a half. Like, oh, what's the next season going to be like? And that's where I tend to find out all this information because I'm like, I need all the seasons to binge watch at once. You see, yeah. this guy. I, 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 honestly, I've been watching. Um, I tweeted about it yesterday, but I, I have like stars, and I watch like the Power series, which is like to me one oh, of yeah. my favorite shows ever. But like one of my favorite series, and like what they're doing with like the different, like they're doing different chapters of different like characters' lives. Like some of it's like in the '80s. Like they're doing really dope things with it, and it's obviously every week. But I was obviously only had stars just for that. And then they dropped a show called Heels, which is like about like a small town, like small town brothers who like own like a wrestling ring. <laughs> Look, please tell me about Heels. Bro, honestly, yesterday was the finale and I've been watching it every Sunday since it came out because I, I caught it like right after power because they played it right after power. You know how they do like they try to get you into the next show. Oh, of course, and, of course. And it's about wrestling, which I don't. I could give two. I don't care about wrestling at all. Like I never liked wrestling. It's never been my thing. But the story and like like I was telling somebody yesterday, like the third episode caught me so off guard. And now I I can honestly say the third episode is what hooked me because they did something at the start of the show where I was just like, oh, I did not see that coming. And then like from the rest the rest of the show on, even the finale, like they give you like a lot of loops and turns where like I was like, oh, like I miss this kind of television where like I'm like super addicted to like the show like yeah, last night i was like damn and one sad thing about it is like nobody's talking about this on the internet like nobody's doing reviews like there's a couple reviews about it but like they're not getting like huge numbers so i'm like damn i hope they get another season that's why i felt compelled like i obviously i don't have reach or anything but i was like i gotta tweet about this because yo Stephen amell is one of my favorite he's the reason i watched it because like i like him in green arrow he's like green arrow is one of my favorite like binging shows so I was like, oh, I'm going to give it a chance. And I did not expect to like it, but, man, it was a great show. That's why I tweeted it out last night because I was like, I don't see a lot of love for this show. Let me just let them know I love this show. So, so and here's and here's proof of that's right here. You know about this show, right? 
Yeah. I am a huge wrestling fan, like like since since the beginning. And I watch all the, the pay-per-views and I you know, I love this stuff. I haven't been watching cuz it's been crap lately, but I had no idea about the show. Oh, bro. I seen a, pro- a couple promos and I seen a couple pics and I'm like okay, I'll, I might check it out. But now now you've convinced me. I've got to I've got to um the you thing know. about it is like the right like and that's the thing like nobody I know has watched it so like i can't like talk about it with somebody and see like maybe i'm just like maybe i just like the show you know what i mean maybe i'm just super into the show but i think the storytelling of it the acting of it is good like the the setting because it's like a small town in georgia i'm pretty sure it's georgia but it's like a small little town and all they do everybody in that town goes to this wrestling match and it's just like they have their own arena and it's like none of these guys are getting paid they're just doing it because they love it. But it's like the dude's dad built it from the ground up when wrestling was like popping. And now he's like continuing. And then you hear they then they go back and like talk about the dad and like his story and like what he was going through while running it and like how that affected the kid. Like the storytelling is A1. So like I want to have I want to be able to talk to people about it. And I hope they get like, we get another season because like the way they ended it, I was like, man, like this show deserves like more praise than I see it getting like. I it, honestly last night I was like, man, I need to make like a video, like I need to make a video and really yeah. like, go through the episodes and like talk about each episode and like what I liked about the show. There's some things I didn't like about the show, but like I was like, man, I like it really compelled me. Like, man, I need to make this video because like I don't see too much love about it, but like I just want I selfishly want the second season. Yeah, no, I, I said now I'm now you've piqued my interest because I'm a huge wrestling fan. So I'm like, you know what? If you're liking this story and you're not even a wrestling fan, I'm definitely gonna love the story. I gotta oh, check yeah. this out. So now, now I gotta get a trial cried. subscription to start. Oh, did you? Almost. Yeah, I almost cried, bro. Last night I was like, damn, they almost got they almost they almost got a thug tear out of me. <laughs> oh man, I, I'm I'm gonna need a bucket then. I'm gonna be crying for sure. <laughs> I'm easy on the waterworks, that's for sure. Oh man, ah, oh, sucks getting old, man. You get in touch with your, oh, with no, your I, uh, emotions. Listen, I'm a. I'm a rom-com. I like romantic movies. Like romantic, honestly, nobody knows this, and I, I hate that I'm saying this right now. Romantic movies might be my favorite genre of movies ever. Like every romantic movie I've seen at least a million times, and I've cried in them. I'm not gonna lie, but when a when a show that I don't expect to like feel these kind of emotions like gets me to that point where I'm like, oh shit, like, yeah. I watch ro- romantic movies to feel that kind of way. This, I was like, I was going through every emotion. I was like feeling mad for some of the characters. I was like, oh man. So definitely check it out, man. Definitely check it out. Let's see. Uh, Hercules Outlaw. Love the little stint uh, St- Stephen Amell had with The Miz. Oh man, that's, that's, uh, I got to watch now, man. I got to watch. You talking to Miz is there? Hercules <laughs> Outlaw calling up. This guy cries. Whatever, dude. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to cry it's... now for bullying. <laughs> Oh man, no. Listen, I I tell you, man. I, I crying for me, like I said, is is um, is great. It's therapeutic. It's fine. You know, I, I I've been ashamed of it for so long, and I, I hate to get all you know psychological and talk about we, you know. We, yeah, we were conditioned to be like that, though. For sure, for yeah. sure. But but now I'm very comfortable with it. In fact, I bring it out anytime I can because I want to enjoy things like that. You know, I. I watch something and I'm like, I got to hold back the tears. Although, uh, like I had said uh, when I watched In the Heights, man, I you know something hit me bad. I I was bad. 
Yeah. I was really bad. My, my kids were like, you all right, man? You all right? So, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you good, man? Walk it off, walk it off. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they've never seen that before. But uh, anyway, so, yeah, no, listen, that's a good show. I'm, uh, Heels, I can't wait to, to take a look at that. Um, all right. So, we're getting towards uh, the late parts of the show here, but we do want to talk about the big fight, right? The big fight yeah. that happened... And I'm, I'm going to let you, A.D., run the show here. Uh, oh, man, that guy's sponsored by Kane's Chicken. Oh, sh- I love Kane's. I didn't know <laughs> oh. that. <laughs> oh, this is, that's the magic of powerful writing. Yep, Hercules yeah. Outlaw, that's it, that's man. Honestly, that, I mean, think about it. We love, I mean, this is a primarily, like, TV movie style podcast. I, I can personally say, like, these kind of, like, writing is what gets me. Like, of course, I like seeing dope stuff on screen. I like seeing action. But if the writing gets me to where, like, I'm thinking about these characters after I'm done. Like, last night. So there's another show called BMF, which is another fantastic show. It's about, like, the Black Mafia. Uh, what is it? Black Mafia family. It's like, mm-hmm. you, I think you, you've probably heard of them before. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Big Meech and stuff. So yeah. it's about that. It's about them. And, like, Big Meech's son is playing Meech in the show. So, oh, like, okay. Me, super dope, right? And I love the show. It's like episode three. But the season finale of, of Heels had me in my mind thinking about the characters and like what the next season's gonna be like for literally like an hour and a half and I was like, Oh, I still got I still got BMF to watch and I'm over here like, damn, like I haven't even stopped thinking about heels. I literally went to bed and was like, I didn't stop thinking about heels for like an hour and a half, but like Hercules said, powerful writing, man. Um, but let's get to the fights, bro. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the fights. No, no, so um you know so Fury, Fury is the winner again, so Yeah. I mean, I I don't again. I don't follow it, and so this is sort of more things that you follow. But yeah. I did see a lot of a lot of action on Twitter and a lot of memes afterwards. <laughs> I I hate that people are memeing like they're probably gonna meme him. Like even this picture is probably a meme. Like uh, <laughs> oh, this is the moment when I knew I effed up or some you know some dumb stuff. But I'm gonna I meme it right. They- I'm gonna meme it right now and be like. Uh, Kenny's reaction to uh, paranormal activity right there. <laughs> no, no, so, no, you're right. You're right. Go ahead. So to me, I'm not, I'm a UFC fan. I'm a mixed martial arts fan. I like watching, I watch all big fights. I watch some smaller fights. I get invested in fighters. So like, I'm mostly into the mixed martial arts side. I like, I grew up with like boxing, like Oscar De La Hoya fights, Mayweather fights, obviously like, those were events when I was younger. Like, my parents would have people come over. They would rent a fight. So, like, by nature, and, I, I, like, I guess Puerto Ricans love boxing, too. So, like, it's in my blood a little bit. I hate boxing personally because my mom signed me up for boxing class. And this is a tangent oh, a little bit. I got beat go. by a, a girl who was super nice. She was, like, winning, like, at a high level. And they had me spar her. I got beat up and my mom never let me go back. So like, I never got revenge. I never got better at it. So I kind of have a bitter, bitter taste about it. But last night's fight was one of the best fights, especially like heavyweight boxing. I've seen my whole lifetime. Like it, I mean, obviously Fury's has, has won all three fights. So it's, it looks one sided on the thing, but you got to take account the first fight. Deontay Wilder literally knocked him unconscious the dude hit it looked like he hit his canvas and then rose back up like and then proceeded to beat uh wilder so like people could give wilder that first fight like yeah fury won but like wilder had him in that fight 
second fight wasn't close at all. Fury dominated him. He just purely outclassed him. Last night, within the first two minutes of the fight, you could tell it was a different fight. While uh, Wilder came out with like strong jabs to the lo- like lower section and was like really showing like he showed that he evolved as a boxer and it sucks that they already had all three fights in my opinion because this was the best fight out of all three of them. They were going back and forth. There was five knockdowns throughout the whole fight. I think Wilder twice and then well Wilder three times and then I think Fury twice were like it looked like this guy has like a gift where he just knocks people out with his right hand. He has like one of I think most boxing like critics they're like this guy has one of the top right hands ever. Ever like Mike Tyson, like nobody's right hand compares to him, so he could just put people to sleep. So, like, I think that's the beauty about like heavyweight boxing it's like one punch can stop the whole fight. But last yeah. night, they, they went 11 rounds. It was like this guy was like by the 10th round, he looked like he was out of it, but he just continued to fight. Like, I'm talking about like he was like leaning on him, like he looked like he was out of it, but like he was still fighting and, and like putting up a good fight, and then obviously. The Gypsy King puts him away in the eleventh round, and like proves to him, proves to everybody that he's the best heavyweight right now on planet Earth. Yeah, and I don't know, man. It was just like such a back. Like I was at work, like listening to it. I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? Like I, I haven't been invested in a boxing fight like this in a long time. Yeah, and I, I've just got the highlights going here. I, I'm just watching the promo. I, I've always thought that Fury. I, I don't know. The pictures I've seen of Fury, he looks like an out-of-shape guy. I, and I, I'm, oh, I'm not one to talk, you know. I'm not yeah. I'm trying to knock the guy or body shame him. Um, but, yeah, he looks like me out there, <laughs> you know, body-wise. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's the third round right there. There's a knockdown yeah. in the third round. Um, these are just some highlights in the fourth round. I mean, he's just he, he's a big dude. Okay, so he, he, got, he got his revenge oh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. They, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was like back and forth. Like you had no clue who was gonna win these fights. Like, like this fight. Like, but yeah, I mean, I mean, they, right there, he's questioning it, right? <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's the second knockdown, I believe, too. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, it just shows like boxing. You know, people say boxing is the sweet science, right? Like it shows like you got to have the technique. Like, yeah, Wilder got the power. Wilder and Wilder's only been fighting since. I think he was 19 years old and he did it out of necessity, out of money. Like he needed yeah. money. He had a kid. Like his story is dope. And even the gifs, like Fury's story is amazing because he's somebody who had it. He was at the top. I mean, he hasn't lost. Like, I don't think he's ever lost, but he was at the top. And then he like, he goes through drug addiction, goes through his low points and then climbs his way all the way back. And then has like an amazing trilogy with this wild, you know, wilder, like, I think every like good combat like combat fighter needs that guy that pushes them that level, and it's clearly these two are the guys. That's why I'm kind of sad that this is their third fight. Nobody's gonna want to see, even though as compelling the fight was last night, nobody's gonna want to see a fourth fight. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, it I clearly mean, shown. Huh? I was gonna say three. Three seems to be the magic number for most yeah. for most fights. You know. Yeah. Unless it's like a huge payday, but I I seriously doubt it. It showed that. Wilder has the ability to grow as a fighter. He's getting better. You know what I mean? He had he had this guy for the first couple of rounds, like, guessing what he was going to do. Like, he didn't expect him to come out like that. So, yeah, honestly, yeah. 
Yeah, this is it. Hercules Outlaw. These guys' rivalry is one of one of the only fights keeping the boxing scene alive. Truth be told, uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was all over Twitter. It, there was a lot of traffic on it, yeah. um, and it had that big fight feel, yeah, um, which was great. Which is great, and that's what that's what keeps the sport going. The, 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 and I've said that the sport needs characters. It needs storylines. Um, as much as boxing doesn't want to be like wrestling and WWE and all that stuff, it needs that. It needs two guys that hate each other and can antagonize each other in the media um, to get people interested. People yeah. love the buildup, and that's why MMA has skyrocketed past boxing. Oh yeah, because because it's it's fighting. Well, it's a little bit. I also think it has to do with like it's a little bit bloodier, a little bit like you know what I mean, a little bit more. I mean, it's cage fighting. It's literally cage fighting. But the characters that the UFC brings, like the way they build their fighter ups, the way the fighters are, are building the fights, you got people like Conor McGregor who can – he's on a four-fight losing streak or whatever, three-fight losing streak. And if he announces a fight next week, people are going to watch it next week because they know who – like they, it's his personality. Like the personality – at this point, it's like what we were talking about earlier. We're entertainers. You know right. I mean? At this point, if you're doing anything on social media, you're technically an entertainer and you have to entertain, whether it be in your own way, you find your own lane to do that in. But like you can't just be, you know, what I mean, you're, you can't be undefeated and a, a soft talker and not like even Canelo. Like, I don't know. Like, think about this happened a couple of weeks ago. Canelo and the person I don't even know who he's fighting, to be honest, he's an undefeated guy that he's fighting. Mm-hmm. But the only reason I kind of want to watch the fight is because. They got into a little scuffle right before, right, right in the press conference, to where like Canelo and I think even in that moment, like Canelo, like proved he was gonna win the fight because he threw keys at him and then swung at the dude, like, and the dude, I don't think, I think he barely hit him, like barely touched him. So like, yeah, that little interaction really got me wanting to watch the fight. Other than that, I don't really care to watch a Canelo fight, to be honest, because like, right, he doesn't I, bring I, it out of me. No, but but yes, it, it conflicts. Uh, story, drama, you know, I love it. And I hate, you know, I, I never want to bring anybody's mother into the story or anybody's family, but I love when they get personal. Yeah. Your wife saw me last night. Like, like, I love that stuff because to me, that's like, because I, you know, when I put myself in that guy's shoes, right? Like, if you talk about my wife, or you talk about my family, I'm going to want to murder you. I'm going to want to take you out. Right. So I'm like, I, the buildup to that stuff is just, um, it, that's what's intriguing for most most common fight you know, average fight fans um you know some people really live and die by the sport they love the stuff they follow the guys and which is fine but again on a bigger level like i said i've watched every tyson fight yeah. why because tyson was the big draw he was he was the thing that transcended anything like i he fought he fought some bums and i watched the fight it's so excited to see him come out and you know, when I paid my 60 bucks or whatever it was for my pay-per-view and he knocked a guy out in the first round within 10 seconds, I wasn't mad. No, that's, that's what you it, wanted it for. You it's what I paid it. to see, right? Okay. And it got to showcase other undercard guys and their storylines. Um, one great example is when the WWE did the, um, I think it was the women's tournament. They had a women's tournament for NXT. They had like an invitational. They, they're their promos were so on point like you didn't even know half of these wrestlers right yeah. like these it was literally a come and um, fight and see who can win a contract 
And when I tell you that the, the promos that they were putting together, I was like invested. I was like, all right, such and such. Let me see who she is. Let me see if she's going to fight. Yeah. And that that to me is what sold me on that. And it, and it, was, it was, wasn't the greatest wrestling. But because I knew the story, I, I was in the storyline. Mm-hmm. So it, it was great. But... Um, but again, that's what that's what boxing needs to keep it going. Uh, let's see, we got Hercules Outlaws. I remember watching Trinidad fight Oscar De La Hoya all the time as a kid. Yeah, oh yeah, they did, had a couple fights, I believe, right? The Trinidad uh, De La Hoya. Um, but like I said, that's what UFC does so well, man. Because like they do it obviously, like they have their smaller fights throughout the week that they have like a couple fight nights and stuff, and like those are just to get people's like the real hard like i consider myself not hardcore but like i'm a fan of the ufc i I stick you know i mean i watch their podcasts of fighters and stuff but what they do great especially like big fights they have like ufc embedded where they follow the fighters around and like i believe boxing did it a little bit but not to this level they do it like every time there's a big fight they have these embedded and like if i don't know somebody and there's like a new fighter on the card or something and you hear their story throughout it. You see their personality throughout, how they are, how they're training. Like, that just makes it. Like, and then come fight night, I'm like, oh, I want to see this guy win. Or you you see how two people are. I'm very, like, analytical about, like, how people are. Like, if somebody's like, hey, your mom did this, I want to see how that person reacts to that. Because that's another thing. Is like, yeah, somebody could talk about your mom. And, yeah, you do want to murder them. But, like, that could hurt you at the end of the day too in the fight. Like you, you might want to be over aggressive about it. You know what I mean? So like, I like seeing how people react to the banter and react to their opponent or like, you know what I mean? And I, I think it comes from like growing up watching like the ultimate fighter, like on Spike yep. TV, they, they used to have like, you know what I mean? The little tournament where like they would bring new up and coming fighters. They, you would see their story. You would see how they interacted in the house. You would see their fights. And then, by the time the main event where they are going to fight for the to get the contract is like you're so you're invested in it, and I think that's why they built a lot of stars out of that too because they were already like they did the groundwork. Yeah, yeah, and you start you follow the storyline and you go, okay, that's my guy. I yeah. relate to him or I relate to that story yeah. or I like his character. Um, like again, it was Tito Ortiz and uh, Chuck Liddell. Like the, those guys had epic matches. Um, but but again, that those were the big draws, and that's what you need, unfortunately, in sports. And it's become, and and this is why I think you uh, UFC for me is a is more entertaining to watch. Um, is that I don't have to be invested in the story to get the action I'm looking for. I want blood. I want broken bones. I want I want carnage. I want all that stuff to happen. And if I watch a, a fight night on a Thursday night, you know they have it on Fox or whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna see a guy get bloodied up. I'm gonna see a knockout. I'm gonna see something interesting. When when you know when the card has like you know six guys who are all really really good and all three matches are draws at the end. I'm pissed. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of boring. I was wait, I was waiting for a knockout, right? Yeah. Um, but again, I'm the casual fan who watches UFC from time to time. But I don't. You know, I watch the highlights for the knockouts. I watch the highlights for the big fights, but. Um, if you give me a good story, I'm 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 all the way. I'm going to start watching the history of that fight, so on and so forth. Because that's how I actually grew up is is watching the the wrestling you know world. I've, yeah. I've been watching wrestling since the the early '80s, and I knew the storylines. I know, listen, man. I, I I could if I can start a promotion tomorrow, I'd know how to completely script the whole thing because I know all the rules and everything. That's how that's how invested I am, yeah. um, in that in that world. But you know, we don't we don't talk about that too much on this channel, so. <laughs> Part of the reason is that it's uh, not a lot of people watch it anymore, so it's okay. 
yeah it was that i mean a lot of my friends they were like till this day they love wrestling like they talk about it it's just my my real dad was like super into it i just it's just never been my thing man yeah i don't know why it lo- it looks cool it's just like i don't know Maybe the, I, was, the, I was watching the Spider-Man animated series over and over again when I was younger. <laughs> no, nah, man, listen, you you, you have to you have to understand, man. Sometimes it's 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 how you were exposed to it, and um, like my my dad, you know, not not on. I don't think he he I, again. I don't even know how he got the tickets. Um, I think it was nineteen eighty three, eighty two, or some eight no eighty three or eighty four. I was like what four or five six years old something like that and we went to miami beach for the house show and i watched hulk hogan Mm. for the first time ever big john stud roddy piper like they brought the big guns to this show in miami i don't know how the hell i ended up seeing this but i i fell in love like like i love the spectacle then I watched it every Saturday night. I watched I watched all the videos. I, I had videos. So, like, it's just a matter of, of how you process it. And then, you know, obviously, at some point, you realize that it's not real. And it loses its luster. But I still love a good story. And so, um, all through high school, all through, you know, growing up, I've, I've been watching it. My, my greatest thing that I've ever done with wrestling is I got to take, I got to go see my first WrestleMania with my son. With my with uh, Junior Llama, um, him and I went, and then I got to bring Little Llama with me for my second WrestleMania, and he got to see it and with me. So those were like that was like the highlight checklist, bucket list, everything was was good. Um, but yeah, you know it it it's definitely something you got to love because yeah. it's not it's not as exciting in in live if you don't know the people. Like if you don't hear the announcer and the commentator. It's it's not as exciting in the <laughs> live. I, I hate to say that, but like you know, unless the story, unless they do a really good match, some of it's not that exciting. Yeah. Although I I did see some of these uh, garage wrestlers, these indie wrestlers, <laughs> do it here like at the Civic Center, and <laughs> that's fun, man. That's a lot of fun because you don't know anything and you get to participate, you get to you know talk to these guys. It's uh, that's a lot of fun. But we'll save the wrestling talk for another night. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Um, we are at the hour and 44 minute mark. So what we're going to do is we're going to start to wind down. So let's hit our last commercial, which is about this channel and about subscribing to our different. Um, uh, oh, let me have one more comment here. This is uh, Hercules Outlaw. I remember watching WrestleMania a few years ago and the Hardy Boys came back. I literally screamed in my room. <laughs> see Hercules Outlaw. Hercules Outlaw. I was there. That was in Orlando. Oh. I was there and I screamed like a little girl in the stands and my wife looked at me and was like, Why what what are you where's these noises coming out of your mouth? I was literally there and I, I freaked the hell out. Now, mind you, the tickets I had were way up top nosebleed. I almost fell over. Like the the because up at that point they don't even have backs. It's just a bleacher on top of like cement. <laughs> Um, at the Citrus Bowl, it's it's terrifying. But yeah, I I, I screamed my, my head off on that. It was amazing. Uh, Hercules, yeah, life changing for sure, for sure. Because I love those dudes. Uh, anyway, that's good. Um, all right, so 
we're winding down. Um, so let's talk about a couple things. So AD, what are the different ways they can continue to watch you? Uh, give us your plugs. What do you, what do you got going on? Uh, you can follow me on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, everything blackout underscore AD. Also, you can find it, find me on YouTube, same thing. And Twitch, same thing, blackout underscore AD. Um, just trying to more content to be made. You hit me with something. I have to bring this up before we leave. When I posted like uh, a little bit of like organized disaster, my old podcast, and you said bring it back. When you said that, I was like, "Damn, man, it's got to be time. I got to figure out how I'm gonna do it." But I think we're gonna have organized disaster come back soon. So I'm announcing it here on the Big Llama Show, and obviously you'll be a part of that in some form or fashion. So. Yeah, thank you for the motivation, man, and just follow me there on all my social medias. Yeah, and I did that on purpose because when when <laughs> you posted, I said, you know, he's been talking about bringing it back. I want him to bring it back. Let's do it. So, all right, so good, excellent. Make sure you check out uh, Blackout AD streaming on Twitch on all the social medias. Make sure you like and subscribe. Make sure you become, uh, you know, you know, you just subscribe to his channels. Um, help help the uh, the lamination here. Help Blackout AD. Help the Blackout crew. Uh, and yes, as soon as you get that podcast going, I want to be part of that for sure. Yeah. Self self invitation here. <laughs> All right. So for um, fans of the Big Llama Show, thank you everyone for joining me. Uh, yes, I am on social media on any every social media site that you can think of under the Big Llama Show. So if you look at, at the Big Llama Show at any of these sites, you'll find me there. Um, make sure you like uh, like any of my videos, like any of my posts, um, become a follower, subscribe, whatever you need to do. If you really want to um, uh, support the channel, the best way to do it is through YouTube. I'm trying to monetize my YouTube channel, so we're trying to get subscribers. Um, honestly, I think it's a very entertaining show. Um, and if there's anything that I that I do that anyone likes, I'm always open to feedback, comments, everything. So uh, I'm always evolving the show. I love to do these Sunday night shows because as you saw, we go from random topics to specific things, to comic books, to movies, uh, to fights. It's all everything that's happened throughout the week. It's our, it's our way of recapping the week. And uh, honestly, it's fun to interact. And our favorite part of this is interacting with the subscribers in the comments. Um, you know, Hercules Outlaw hitting us with the hashtag blackout, hashtag lamination. That's it. That's it. It's exactly it. Make sure you follow those as well. Um, Every week, the interactions are getting a lot better, too. For sure, for sure. we got people waiting to get on, which is great. Um, we're really, really excited, so the channel keeps growing. Remember, subscribe on The Big Llama Show on YouTube. Um, you can follow me on Facebook. I'm on Twitch streaming. Uh, we'll be streaming uh, old arcade games. Um, and we have the podcast. The podcast is available every Sunday night. Hit us up wherever you get podcasts. And um, again, this week, coming up on The Big Llama Show... Uh, hopefully by Wednesday, we'll be doing a retro rewind of The Lost Boys. That's going to be the next movie that I review. And then I have to find a movie for next week. And I've got the suggestion, um, VHS. It, it, it hits the Halloween theme. All right. So VHS is the, the one of the recommendations. I will see if I can get a copy of that. And I will have to figure out the motion sickness part. So maybe, maybe throwing up on camera is my next, uh, my next big feat. Um, all right. Well, listen, I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Uh, I'm the Big Llama. He's AD. Thank you so much for joining us. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>